I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kul Hasridim, on June 21st, 2022, entitled, On Reading the Rambam's Mishnah Torah Like a Love Letter. This article is part PSA and part rant. For the past two years, I've given a Rambam shir in yeshiva four days a week. Time and again, I've stressed the importance of using a critical edition of the Mishnah Torah based on accurate manuscripts, rather than relying on the standard Warsaw-Vilna printed editions owned by most Jews. Here's an excerpt from Yosef Kafik's introduction to his edition of the Mishnah Torah, in which he explains why the standard editions are so unreliable. Uh, here's a footnote, by the way. <clears throat> Yosef Kafik lived from 1970 to 2000. He was a Yemenite scholar who translated and published critical editions of the Ramam's works. The 20-page introduction to his critical edition of the Mishnah Torah can be found here, with a hyperlink, translated into English by Rabbi Mi- by Michael J. Bonin. Bon- Bonin? Not sure. Okay. Here's the excerpt from Kafik himself in the main body of the article. The errors and deficiencies of the printed text were well known, so much so that the printed books were used to characterize a mistaken person. When someone said something incorrect on some subject, they would respond, you are like a diffuse, a printed text, and point out the correction. These matters were inscribed on my heart, and I grew up with the assumption that there were two types of Maimonides texts in the world, that of the Yemenite manuscripts and that of the printed book, end quote. Kafka goes on to write about how the Rambam updated the Mishnah Torah throughout his lifetime and how the Yemenite scholars made every effort to incorporate these emendations into their copies. With the printed texts, this did not happen. Quote, still from Kafka's introduction. In the printed texts, only a few of the changes which Maimonides himself inserted in his book appear, since only a few reached the early printers. Some of the emendations which Maimonides added he wrote in the margins on the side, and the copyist did not pay attention to the correct placement and inserted them in the wrong place, causing much trouble and difficult questions in the understanding of Maimonides' words. The quote-unquote editors tried to deduce changes. The Mishnah Torah was subjected to severe editing by the printers and various editors who made emendations of style, language, and the structure of sentences and the division of the halachos, to the extent that there is hardly any halacha that has not been amended. I know of no other book that was so severely amended. Every third or fourth-rate scholar who thought himself capable of doing so would presume to try his hand at making emendations and corrections according to his own understanding. End quote. Mark Twain once quipped, Be careful about reading health books. You may die of a misprint. Call the Homer for a book which contains not only transcription errors, but willful emendations made recklessly by unqualified individuals. And and if the Twain quotation doesn't do it for you, consider this analogy given by Mortimer J. Adler in How to Read a Book, the 1940 edition. Quote, If we consider men and women generally, and apart from their professions or occupations, there is only one situation I can think of in which they almost pull themselves up by their bootstraps, making an effort to read better than they usually do. When they are in love and are reading a love letter, they read for all they are worth. They read every word three ways. They read between the lines and in the margins. They read the whole in terms of the parts, and each part in terms of the whole. They grow sensitive to context and ambiguity, to insinuation and implication. They perceive the color of words, the odor of phrases, and the weight of sentences. They may even take the punctuation into account. Then, if never before or after, they read. End quote. The Rambam most certainly wrote the Mishnah Torah with love. Love for Hashem, 
love for his Torah, and love for all Jews, small and great, for whom it was written. His book should be read like a love letter. And if you wouldn't trust a transcription of a love letter, knowing that its text was mangled, manipulated, and revised by scores of strangers, then don't even touch the standard editions of the Rambam. I cannot, for the life of me, understand those Talmud Chachamim who continue to use the bad versions of the Mishnah Torah. I'm tempted to chalk this up to ignorance or laziness, but I can't tell whether doing so counts as being Don Lakav Zuchus, giving them the benefit of the doubt, or its opposite. Do you know what is not an excuse? Accessibility. The most accurate version of the Mishnah Torah is the new edition published by, Yitzchak, by Rabbi Yitzchak Shelat, available in its entirety for free on alhatorah.org. A close runner-up is Rav Yochai Makbili's edition, which has a free app for iPhone and Android. Use these. Use them in good health. And don't die of a misprint. And I'll mention, since this is the audio version, that the hyperlinks to the editions that I mentioned are included on my blog and on the PDF, and I'll include them in the show notes on the uh, podcast episode as well. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.